Sipping on some 40s, yeah, yeah. Talking about the 40s, so yeah. His 40s are 40s, so yeah, oh yeah. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very special episode of 40s on 40s. I'm Seth. I'm Josh. And uh, today, we are uh, going to be looking at some hits from the Billboard Hot 100. However, uh, unlike what we normally do, we are going to be looking at the Billboard Hot 100 from a very specific year. This is a special episode, so we are uh, essentially going out of out of order here, and we are going to take a look back in time across the Billboard history to uh, talk about the top, well, four top hit songs from a particular year. We'll have a name for this series by the time this airs. It'll be really fancy, but for now... You get the idea. <laughs> so, before we get into this, um, Josh, do you want to explain what we got here for our tasty beverage tonight? Right. So, for today, we are drinking, uh, how do I pronounce this? Uh, <laughs> Linen Kugels. Linen Kugels. Linen Kugels. Gesundheit. Uh, thank you. See, uh, it's uh, it got some grapefruit. You know, there's a grapefruit oh. shandy thing going on. Oh. A um, little bit of honey. And, wow. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, Pale ale, if I'm correct. Okay, that is very fancy. When you said kugel, I definitely thought of, you know, like, noodle kugel that you eat during Passover. Well, I realize that's not the same thing as what we are, uh, well, first off, we're drinking it, so, you know, it's not really the same. Do you like grapefruit? I do like grapefruit. Good, because this could have been a long (laughs) episode. Oh, shit. (laughs) All right, well, cheers, buddy. Cheers. Wow, that is really good. Damn. That is really, really quite grapefruity. It's nice. It's very enjoyable. It was, yeah, it was pretty cool. (laughs) Josh is trying trying to keep his cool. So, yes, all right, whatever. I would have responded, but I was drinking. Oh, sorry. He said something, there was a pause, and I was like, Q Q Josh is clever retort, but I was just drinking. Q Josh is clever chug. Um, Cool, so what we're going to do for today, I thought it would be fun, because this is the first time we're doing our our kind of time warp, for lack of a better name, series. Uh, What I thought would be fun is we would go back to... Uh, one of the years in which either myself or Josh was born. So that means that we will either be going back to 1988 or 1991. We'll let you, the viewer, decide which one of us is the uh, the three years older. Because, you know, we like to keep things interesting for you that way. Make you think. We were actually both born in 1949. (laughs) That's that's actually true. Our clone bodies were respectively made in 88 and 91. So... So here's what we're going to do. Because we haven't yet determined which year we're going to do, I thought it'd be fun if we played just a little bit of rock, paper, scissors to determine uh, what year. And uh, just to save on time, I figure we'll just do one for one. One for one. Whoever wins, it'll be their birthday. Their birthday month is what we go with. Okay. So uh, I'm going to just take a chug here for good luck. Well, I'm going to take a chug for good luck too, so... Well, you should. I mean, it's only... It's only, uh, only fair. All right. Cool. All <laughs> right. So, uh, rock, paper, scissors, shoot. 
and then on shoot Whoa. you reveal. Okay, so rock paper scissors shoot. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. All right, you ready? Yeah. All right. Rock, rock paper, paper scissors, scissors shoot. Fuck! I fucked, fucked up. It up. I gave you my scissors. God damn it! I'm not Nay used to doing up. that. Damn it! Nay do you want to just do up. it on the scissors? No, let's do it the other way. Okay, so it's. I already revealed my hand. It's scissors. So it's ba 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 ba, and then on the floor. But now it's mental games. Am I gonna do scissors again? Now it's mental games. Shit! All right, you ready? All right. Rock paper scissors shoot. Oh, fuck. Got you with the scissors. Oh, the double scissor play. Scissor always works. You sneaky bastard. Okay, cool. So in that case, then, uh, we are doing 1991. Sorry, I realized that was supposed to be a secret, but I just revealed it. But you know what? It's okay. You had enough time to try to guess. I thought we were doing March. Uh, or, I mean, the month, which would be March for me. So we're actually doing the year. Okay. Um, now, <laughs> the thing is, is that within each year, there's a lot of fucking hit songs. <clears throat> so Sorry. the you're you're excused, Mister. So the next thing, <laughs> the next thing that will determine which song we begin with, is I have the list here in front of me on my phone. It's very small. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to waggle my finger around. And you tell me when to stop, and then I'm going to point to a song, and that's the song we're going to do. Does okay. That, does, that, does that sound good? <laughs> sounds ridiculous. It's very scientific. Very, uh, very nuanced, practiced method here. Many, many discoveries were made with um, the same tactic. Yes. Uh, okay, so if we can get a, uh, uh, a, um, pri- a Price is Right wheel rolling sound effect here. No, 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 no. Tell me when to stop. Okay. So it looks like looks like I landed on "Coming Out of the Dark" by Gloria Estefan, uh, which came out March thirtieth and held. It looks like it held the chart for two weeks. So "Coming Out of the Dark," Gloria Estefan. Let's. <laughs> I have no idea what this guy sounds like. Actually. Why was she in the dark? <laughs> I don't. That's a great question. Was I, she in the dark against her will, <laughs> or was it her own choosing? I mean, either way, she came out of the dark, so um, maybe it's a happy ending. We'll uh, we'll find out here. This is gonna be good. I think this is gonna be a good. Good one. Well, that was a nice, uh, a nice wake-up call of late '80s, early '90s synth majesty. That was, um, that was enchanting, engrossing, even. Yeah. Um, <laughs> dare we say mesmerizing? I think we dare. <laughs> um, you know, I will. I will say, despite the fact that there were lots of like, you know, '80s synths, the '80s choir, lots of '80s elements in this song, I actually really enjoyed the use of the. Um, of the marimba parts it actually sounded really cool um the way that it was mixed sounded very like deep and organic and nice um i was into that a lot yeah i thought there were moments that made me want to jokingly like over enthusiastically just stretch out my hands and like reenact what she sang and sing along oh i was doing the same thing the whole time for sure but i mean you know it's like it's got that Let's let's kind of make a little fun and, and and go like ham on it. Yeah, it's got that going for it. But other than that, like it's just kind of it's sort of like like eh, a little bland and like. I th- yeah, I mean it. 
again, it kind of... It definitely had, like, some peaks. The bridge was actually probably my favorite part. Oh, yeah, of rocking song. out on the bridge was cool. Because um, it was kind of doing this, like... This half tempo, almost kind of like not a waltz because it wasn't in three, but it was doing this kind of slow, slow dance sort of feel. And then, yeah, the rock bridge, it just like yeah. double time that snare and brought in the groove, and that was cool. And then it kind of pulled it out again for that last, last chorus. I did a little bit of researching on Gloria Estefan during our listening time, and it actually sounded like this song came from a fairy to a fairly tumultuous experience in her life. Um, she was on a tour, uh, in, you know, an 18-wheeler tour van with her band, and apparently it got, it got rammed into by a truck, and she, uh, supposedly almost died from it, mm. and this was actually one of the first songs that she performed coming out of the accident. I see. Which is interesting, and I, I suppose that's where the coming out of the dark comes from. And someone that loves her is helping her. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like, if you don't dig into the singer or performer's bio, like, the lyrics themselves are, like, very simple and sort of bland, uninsightful to me. Right. I was just like, okay. It was kind of like she was getting over, it almost could be interpreted like she was getting out of, like, a relationship thanks to somebody's help, or she was getting out of, like, a bad yeah. situation. It could be know. anything. It, it was just, honestly, it was sort of boring. Un- uninsightful lyrics to me. Yeah, it was just kind of, it was just kind of your your standard fare, you know. I feel like this is the kind of song where like it gets turned on like in a mall when you're walking around. Yeah, like in like a yeah. in like a TJ Maxx's or something. <laughs> yeah, and then it's like cool ninety nine seven the wave, and then yeah. it like does like nothing but eighties songs. Yeah, you're sitting there being like, why don't any of these shoes fit me? Yeah, and then you just hear. Coming out of the dark, like, and you're like, "All right, that's, yep, that, and that's then you, what we're yeah." You're like, "Do I even need shoes? <laughs> What's the point? How would I get here?" <laughs> and you just get depressed. And why do they also have handmade <laughs> vases next to the electronics? TJ, this doesn't make any sense. TJ Maxx's. Why are there so many baked goods up near the cash register? I don't really know. I've never really understood TJ Maxx's, uh-huh. honestly. I don't, I've never, I've been in them, like, twice. Yeah. They're full of little children that walk around farting in front of you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That sounds like a personal experience. Yeah, I'm just kidding. That has happened to me. Not, it wasn't at TJ Maxx, though. Really? Yeah. There was just, like, a kid walking in front of you and just, like, let one out. Yeah. That's rude. It was really smelly. Dude. But I was, honestly, I just chuckled because I was like, God, kids. Right. And then I walked in front of them and did it right in their face. <laughs> Were they? Did they like complain to their mom about it? No, they. I didn't really do that. It was like the. It was like the secret like stealth part. <clears throat> oh yeah. Oh, there's a good name for that. Like uh, the silent but deadly. No, it's like um, if you've ever been in a situation where like there's a lot of people standing or sitting, mm-hmm. and. You have to fart really bad, but you, mm-hmm. you know you can make it silent. Mm-hmm. Is you just like walk by, and then you just like you kind of stand for like three seconds and drop it, then walk on, <laughs> and then like someone else is gonna smell the bomb and be like, "Oh fuck, was that you, Sharon? Fuck you, Sharon." <laughs> Sharon's fuck, like, "No, it wasn't fucking me. Sharon, you're always doing this to me." <laughs> yeah. Damn it, it's the goat cheese again. Oh, stop eating the goat cheese. You know what it does to your stomach. Come on, you know you know that that's gonna mess up your digestion. Come on, man. Got cheese. Goat cheese. Got cheese. 
The song was alright, people. I don't know. There's nothing else I can say about it. <laughs> Look, people. It was alright. It was like, it was kind of whatever, you know? Yeah. It, it did its job, you know? I'm surprised that it was it was so high. I, I'm surprised it was a, the number one hit I for was two shocked. weeks. I looked over and I was like, this was number one? And so it's like, yeah. And I was like, wow. This, wow. It was a bad two weeks for the Hot 100. Or there were, maybe it was like burnout because there were other songs that had been on there a really long time. And maybe they finally started to like dip down for Gloria Estefan to take their place. Um, well, anyway, let's do the next one. <clears throat> um, okay, so. You gonna rock, paper, scissors again? Oh, no, no, It's all gonna be from 91 no, at this that's point. That's not fun. It's not fun? No. Do you want to, do you want to alternate? Yeah. You were just saying that because you know that there's an MJ on, on 88. That's why. Yeah. Okay. That's, let's, that's part of the reason why. You know what? Let's do it. We'll make it a we'll make it a Seth and Josh birthday special. How's that sound? There you go. That doesn't sound Seth, like... Seth that doesn't birthday. sound like a move at all, does it? <laughs> the Seth and Josh birthday special. It's different when, you know, we're in the privacy of... I think but, I think that would be a move where like someone would wheel out a cake and like me and you would like burst out of it and like start singing happy birthday and like gyrating. I think that's what that would that's be. That's what would happen. Yeah. We'd start like rubbing icing over each other's <laughs> steamy chests. Steamy? Are yeah. we are we in a hot cake? No, we were just we've been sweating in there until we bust out or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah it's true. Probably bad then, insulation. Anyway, it's a birthday special. Cool. Well, then in that case, um, I'm gonna do the finger thing again. All right. Uh, oh, do the finger thing again. Cue the wheel rolling music. No, 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 no. Actually, do it again. No, 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 no. Okay. Is this eighty-eight or still ninety-one? Ooh, this is eighty-eight. Uh, looks like it was Bad Medicine by Bon Jovi. How hyped are you? Uh, kind of hyped. Looks like it was it was on the charts from November 19th through November 26th, for, hey. so also for two weeks. Cool, let's, we're close to that month, that month, yeah. So let's listen to some Bad Medicine. Bad Medicine by Bon Jovi. A.K.A. The Mullet with the Most. <laughs> the... Is that his real name? Bon Jovi. John Bon Jovi. Yeah, I mean... I think I so. How could that be someone's real name? That's too... Sometimes it happens. All Sometimes right. your parents are like, you know what? We're going to name our kids something really, really <clears> cool. <throat> All right. So just in case he gets famous. Like Slater. Slater. No, I'm just kidding. That's, That's a pretty badass name, though. Think you're, I think you're destined to be in, like, a motorcycle gang if your name is Slater. Slater. Or Skyler. I actually knew a Skyler in, uh, in elementary school. He was, <clears throat> he was a cool kid. <clears throat> what are other cool names? Uh, let's see. So, no, I don't like Slater. Morrigan. Morrigan, no. Yeah. Sounds what? like an old drunken Irish man. What? Fuck out of here. It's a cool uh, name. Uh, what if you name like your daughter Morrigan? That's pretty cool. Oh, that's I like that more for Yeah. Um, it's like Morgan but with extra syllables. Yeah. Makes it cool. Um You know one of my favorite names for if I had a daughter would be Samantha. Samantha. It's a yeah. good name. Samantha Rossi. Samantha Rossi. Or Samantha, whatever my wife's last name is. Yeah. you know, it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> um, listen, we're keep, we, we like to keep it open. What would you name your daughter? I would name my son Seth. <laughs> <laughs> no, you wouldn't. You fucking suck up. You, I mean, if you did, I'd be fucking flattered, but that's, I would, I would find that very hard to believe. Right. Um, 
Just like how I would name my son Josh. Oh, yeah. That'd be pretty cute. <clears throat> Dude, what if we each had a, a Seth and a Josh, and they just... Anyway, this is getting too weird. Um, I don't know. I think if I had a daughter... I always thought Sarah was a nice name, plus then the last letter of her name would be the first letter of, of potentially her last name, which would be hilarious and awesome. Also, because, like, you know, there's a lot of good Sarahs out there um, in history, so... Let me think. I always thought Margaret was a pretty cool name. Margaret? Especially because you can, like, you can shorten it to have any number of different nicknames. You can have, like, Marge, you can have Margie, you can have Maggie, you can have, uh, other stuff. That's cool. <laughs> Razzmatazz. Razzmatazz. You could, I mean, that's a nickname for anybody. Um, no, anyway. nothing to do with anything we were talking about. But, yeah, so, let's, Bon Jovi. Let's, let's take some of that bad medicine. Oh yeah. Hey Josh. So fade outs are our thing. Oh, that's yes. Both songs fade out and this yes. is the gym. Sorry. Okay. I was gonna say, hey Josh. Yeah. I think I need to hear that chorus again. Oh, no, we do Come on, everybody. Let's One all more sing time. <laughs> feeling this time. And then it just, like, sounds like the exact same, cut, <laughs> like, cut and paste chorus. Literally. Holy shit, that chorus must have happened, like, eight times. It was a lot of times. And then it doubled, and then it was a double that song chorus. That's a joke, man. Yeah, that song is I'm sorry. pretty hilarious. I'm sorry, Seth, if you liked it. But I mean, I like it only in the way that it is just trashy as hell and the thing is is that it definitely knows it's trashy like it's not trying to hide that fact you know whether that makes it an actual good song or not you know another thing i noticed about both songs is that? the vocals in both songs were they were not super articulate it sounded like they were singing further from the mic or they they were using like room mics too much verb yeah and like the first one was alright but this one was like literally you could not make out I could not make out a word he was singing except for the chorus cause his, he wasn't articulating <laughs> well to begin with right and then there's like reverb on like almost everything so it's just like a wall of bleh, like blish yeah and then it's like oh my god the whole song was like a 10 the whole time there was like no dynamic range oh yeah song. no there was no yeah there was no quieting it's funny because like this this song sounds like it sounds like a love child between like Def Leppard and uh, Motley Crue. Like it's got like the it's got like yeah. the sexy doctor metaphor, but then it's got like those key changes in the pre-chorus that Def Leppard like always does. Um, Dude, that was not bad. <laughs> that was the lyric. Oh my gosh! The oh, the lyrics were so. Trashy. I mean, the entire the bad medicine the that in itself just like is asinine. Yeah, like Which, she's medicine because she's curing his sexual desire. Yes, but why is it bad if she's curing? Because it? she's a bad girl, man. She's, she's got bad. that. She's got that edge. She's got that then, edge that but he she, but then wants. He's like, then he switches the metaphor, and all of a sudden, he, <laughs> she's the drug. She's not bad medicine. She's the drug that he's addicted to. Right, because the medicine cures him, but then it addicts him because it's the so medicine is a drug. good. Yeah, man. I mean, technically, medicines are drugs. Yeah, it's like, but he's, it's a, like he's addicted to the to she, the sexual desire. She cures the medicine. Oh my 
guess. <laughs> she cures the sexual desire with the medicine, but it's bad because it makes him feel addicted. It's yeah, exactly. It's bad because he he he's he has to have it. Like he can't not take it. Okay. But then I mean, it's I think curing him of his. I was just slow to, to catch on to the genius of it. That's my bad. <laughs> you um, know, Josh. I. It, it's easy to get swept up in all the hair and the glitter and the guitar solos, but deep down, there's a soul in there that's just saying, you know, maybe this girl is just like a drug that... I kind of... Can we look at the lyrics for a second? Can we I look at like, the lyrics? I feel like there's a couple things that made me laugh that I want to okay. laugh with the, the listeners. Let's just... Can we do like a dramatic reading of this really quick? Uh-huh. Uh, Not the chorus, please. I ain't got a fever, got a permanent disease... And it'll take more than a doctor to prescribe a remedy. I got lots of money, but it isn't what I need. (laughs) Gonna take more than a shot to get this poison out of me. I got all the symptoms. Count them. One, two, three. There are three symptoms. First you need, then you bleed. And when you're on your knees, parentheses, that's what I get for falling in love. You get a little bit, but it's never enough. That's what you get for falling in love. Now this boy's addicted, cause your kiss is the drug. Whoa. <laughs> oh, sorry, let me see. Okay, I'm s- sorry. Uh, I was hoping that your line would be in there. Uh, I'm not gonna sing the chorus, or read the chorus. I don't need no needle to be given me a thrill. <laughs> and I don't need no anesthesia or a nurse to bring a pill. Oh my. I got a dirty down addiction that doesn't leave a track. I got a Jones for your affection like a monkey on my back. Oh. There ain't no paramedic gonna save this heart attack. When you need, then you... Okay, let me hear you. Oh, yeah, yeah, and then it's... Into um... The... Okay, there we go. I need a respirator because I'm running out of breath. You're an all-night generator wrapped in stockings and a dress. It's all about the stockings, man. I don't know. If I thought know. she was a drug. Now she's like a generator. She's a, she's a sexy nurse, dude. Okay. She's all of that. That's the thing, though, is that I feel like a lot of these 80s songs involve stockings. Have you noticed that? Like, yeah. I feel like uh, Van Halen would always talk about that. Fucking Def Leppard would always talk about that. I guess it was just, that was just the look of the time was the stocking high heel look. Yeah. So the song is basically, you're hot, and I like sexiness. <laughs> I like sexy time with you. It's like literally That's, every, it's exactly what it every is. single line is a rewording of that one idea. Yep, yep. That's just, <laughs> just every line. He's like, hmm, I wonder how I can say you're hot <laughs> in a different way. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean... <laughs> Is I you know what I would be interested to see is like a head to head with this versus Doctor Feelgood because that's the other like sexy nurse song. I kind of wonder like which one would win out in a battle. Um, I actually wonder which one came first, the chicken or the egg? Right. <laughs> who who came first, the one the, 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 the one the one shitty sexy nurse song or the other shitty sexy nurse song? It's hard to say. Oh my god. Um, but now you know where that, uh, fetish type comes from, I guess, question mark. Maybe it was around before this. I don't know. Yep. Oh, that was beautiful. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> it's like you really practiced for that one. Oh, uh, my God. 
fucking joke. Dude, okay, so did you ever know about the show Allie McBeal? Do you remember that show? Yeah, my dad was an extra on that show once. What? Yeah. Your he, dad was an extra? He, he met and, like, was talking with her. What the for, like, fuck, the dude? Day. Yeah. Wow, that's really awesome. Wait, like, what Like, what was he doing as an extra? Was he just, like, in the hospital? I forgot. I honestly forgot what he was doing. Dude, that's really funny, but, but awesome. Like, when we when we first moved to L.A., mm-hmm. my dad was in, like, he got extra roles in, like, all of the major, like, network wow. shows. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. It was crazy. Um, the reason why I bring up Ally McBeal, other than the uh, creepy CGI dancing baby... Is that, um, which by the way, that should always be brought up in every conversation. Just like if you forgot about it, just like relook at the at the GIF again. It's just horrifying. Anyway, glad you didn't say GIF. Right. Wait. Also, as a side note to the side note, there was a ton of of flame wars in our comments yeah. about how people were like, he pronounced it GIF. It's not peanut butter, and I was like, yeah, it is. Shut up. So. I don't know. Is it is it GIF? I feel like GIF doesn't sound right. I honestly don't know. It's probably GIF. If it stands for, like, graphic or something. But I don't know. But it doesn't, like... Those are the things that bother certain people, and I just get annoyed at. Like, <laughs> when it bothers people... like not. Oh, like, like you annoyed. get annoyed when it bothers people? Yeah, it's like... It's oh, like, okay. Dude, like, when you know what someone means, like, just... It doesn't matter. <laughs> it really does funny. not matter. And why do you... Like, why correct... Like I say, like unless if it's like uh, like a, a name from a different country that does have a specific pronunciation, I feel like it doesn't really matter in the long run. Right. Um, or like, or other like grammatical things, like like if you're texting or typing and it's you know, and you're not writing an essay, you have to get everything right for a professor. Right. And like you miss, you don't use the right your or there or something. It's like, dude, just leave it alone. You know what they mean. It doesn't fucking matter. Like, <laughs> okay, why? but I will I will say, though, like, as far as that goes, I feel like that can kind of bug me, though. Get out of your box, man. <laughs> Free your mind, Neo. Your You're mind. not in the Matrix. But we are. No, the- you didn't use the right. Not there with the <laughs> it's like. I will like, gladly like, be that why guy. Why do you give a fuck, dude? Why does it matter? Because it's, it's physically. It's fucking arbitrary. It's physically, it could have been the other way. It's physically unappealing when I see it the wrong way, though. Okay. But again, like, when you. when you, I think pronunciation I care less about than spelling. I think I'll say that. I just don't. What is language, says Josh? I just. It's like it's crossing it's it's crossing over the border and it's getting into that like know it all smart aleck like superior bitchy vibe I don't like being around. I mean, what what are you trying? Are you, are you trying not to say calling you any of those things? Oh, okay. I'm just saying like people that are really anal about that stuff like they can they have oftentimes had those certain trait like I mean I feel tendencies like, that I don't like being around. I feel like there's a point where it's like if you're on the internet and you like see that. <clears throat> And you, like, internally think to yourself, like, wow, that person did that wrong. That's annoying. And you move on with your life. And then there's, like, somebody who will, like, actually comment and be, like, asterisk your get it right pleb. Oh, God. And you're just, like, dude. Asterisk your, like, trying to correct Yeah, you're just, like, like, dude. Thanks, Professor Dickoff. (laughs) Professor Dickoff teaching at a school near you. Jesus Christ. Man. Um... Anyway, other than the other than the societal trappings we, we of found, proper spelling, we found one of my pet peeves. I did. Wow, I didn't realize that was a pet peeve of yours. It's a very specific pet peeve. It's yeah. I just don't like. So what you're telling me is next time that happens and I put an asterisk, you're just gonna like stand up and like slap me in the face. 
No, because, like, you're so nice and positive that, like, <laughs> if you did it, it wouldn't bother me. I feel like I would do it in, like, a very, like, winky, jokey way. But, uh... Because it's, like... Okay, this is part of the reason. We're gonna delve deep a little okay, bit. Okay, let's, let's get into it. Is that when people when people's first response is to correct someone's grammar, it's, like... It's, like, really, like... The, the priority and your conversation with someone isn't understanding them and where they're coming from and what they're trying to, like, express right. to you. No, your priority is, like, a fucking arbitrary grammar thing. <laughs> like, like, man, get the fuck out of here. I'm not gonna... I don't wanna talk to someone that that's what they care about. I feel like, like it's... I care about what, what people feel and what they're trying to express to me. I don't give a fuck what your they use. Sure. Like, I know what they mean. I think where, where that line can get blurry, though, is when people just are not good at any of it like I think if you if you have like a misplaced apostrophe every once in a while it's like not the end of the world but if you're like consistently like misspelling or you're consistently like combining words or like doing some weird weird <laughs> shit I feel like that could actually hinder your communication with another person and like make the other person be like I actually don't know what you're saying anymore yeah I mean that's different if you need clarity yeah but <clears throat> Every once in a while, like, it up a missing apostrophe, it's like, yeah, whatever, like, we're just talking on the internet anyway most of the time, so who cares? My stand, my standpoint is just, I give grace with grammar. But, I will say, I, I bitched a lot about these people that are grammar Nazis, but I just vent on this podcast, like, when I come across those people, I'm like, oh, I just, even if it's a pet peeve, I just try to be nice. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't say it to their face. Well, yeah, I mean, like, you don't want to, you don't want to just, like, start a flame war just because yeah. you have a difference in opinion of, like, somebody who takes more notice of that kind of thing. Yeah. I just let it, let, let it, let it be, you know? They yeah. Got, they got their own hang I mean, if everybody started a flame war with everybody that, that upset them on the internet, then no one would ever get anything done. It would just be constant like bitching and moaning and complaining on the internet yeah so sometimes you gotta let it slide in order to get shit done and to communicate even if that communication is riddled with grammatical and spelling errors says Seth pushing non-existent glasses up his nose yeah um anyway Bon Jovi I can't scale these grammatical errors you need to spell check your text before you send them, dude. What if what if texting had spell checkers? Oh my god, then you wouldn't even have to you wouldn't even have to like know the English language. You just do like auto check, and then it would just like fix it but for you. But they do. Don't a lot of phones they like auto fill words, and it's like never right. Yeah, like you're like uh, you're like phone. I don't want to say ducking. I don't want to say ducking. I never want to say ducking. That's never what I mean, phone. You should know me by now that I never say ducking. Ever. Yeah, well, what do. else would you be saying? Hopefully not a no-no bad word. I mean, singular form of duck, clearly. Okay. Present tense duck. Because cursing is it's not morally right, Seth. Yeah, I mean, fuck it, right? <laughs> I see what you did there. I'm going to tell your mom. What? Don't tell my mom. Don't tell your mom what you she just said. She doesn't even know I have a podcast. Don't tell your mom what you just said. I feel like my, mo- my mom would be like, yeah, what the fuck's wrong with that? But Then I tell my mom. Actually, no, my mom is very nice. I don't think she would say that. I think my dad would maybe be like, that's fucking hilarious. And I'd be like, yep, there you go. Problem solved. My mom would be like, language. And we'd be like, whatever, mom. 
says my dad. <laughs> Whatever, mom. Um, anyway, bad medicine. It happened. <laughs> that was a thing that happened. Um, it's kind of depressing. I don't want to hear that again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was depressing. I think it was a fairly upbeat song, if you ask me. It just didn't sit right with Josh Rossi. That's all it, yeah, that's all it is, I think, right? You know what I will say about the song? Back to that for a hot second is I actually liked the little backup piano that was going on. It was like a boom, 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 boom. <laughs> and like, I, it was very, very quiet, but whenever I heard it, I got excited. That's really all. That's yeah. the last thing I have to say about that. though. Uh, let's move on. Pick the next song. Uh, okay, so we're going back to 91. Back to the spinning wheel of death. <laughs> What? What was that? I I wasn't stopped. Yeah. That was weird. All right, we gotta do that one over. We gotta do that one over. Okay, you're. Damn it! It was. I keep picking the same spot. Why does it keep happening? Well, you know what it is. It's literally the only Michael Jackson song on this list. Really? It's black or white. Michael Jackson, dude. Oh yes. Wait, really? Yep. Black or white. Yeah, it was it was the top of the charts for the entire month of December. <laughs> Holy shit! Michael gets his own month. Yeah, it's it, literally uh, it probably crossed over in the next year too. It's literally Michael month. Just fucking all of December. Michael was like, I don't have a shit. Right. <laughs> I'm taking this month. I honestly haven't really heard this song in a while. This isn't one of my like more favorite Michael songs, but we'll see what happens. I'm not very familiar with it, so yeah, yeah. let's check it out. Nothing like some good, some good MJ to get the night going. <clears throat> yeah, that was. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that too, dude. I gotta say, those bass swoops. Yeah, dude. Made my heart a flutter. That was. I was like, like I, the bass was like so like <clears throat> sparse and in and out, and then swoopy and like fucking rhythmic. It was pretty cool. Yeah, it was very like interesting use of the bass for sure. Um, and I like how like. Things just fit together well. The parts are like spaced out and like mixed, like separately well. Mm-hmm. And like there's cool rhythmic things going on. For sure. And uh, I like. I mean, I just everyone. I mean, not everyone, but I like his voice a lot. Yeah. So it's just like it's hard not to like a Michael song just because I like his voice. I think we've said it before, but he definitely uses his voice as like a percussive element. Yeah. Um, which I definitely think is cool and was very, very like present here. Like it's almost like he fills like any second of space he can with his voice, which I feel like in the case of like some ad libbing in modern songs can be kind of annoying. But in MJ's case, he does enough like different things with his voice that it kind of like makes it makes like different textures, which therefore makes it more interesting to listen to. Yeah. In my opinion. I feel like I honestly feel like the vocals were a little under the mix. I feel like that might have been just on the sound system we were listening to it through. Yeah, maybe. Because I feel like I've heard the song before, and I feel like the vocals cut through pretty well. Okay. Um, that, like, midsection before the rap was fucking holy shit. Yeah, I know. And, like, that was fucking fast, and, like... Yeah, I was not prepared for that at all. Fucking hardcore, dude. Yeah, And somehow it fit. Like, I don't know how they segued so well. Like, shit was dope. Yeah, it was, it was super And the dope. rap was cool. There's, like, this nice, like, tight, like, funky guitar going over the rap. 
Yeah, the rapping also felt very 80s inspired, but it was like yeah, in a way. School, yeah. But it was in a way where like it was something kind of familiar. Like it, it didn't feel like 80s in a bad way. Like it felt 80s in like a very much like this is paying homage to like this previous decade kind of thing. Um, so I was okay with it. <clears throat> Honestly, like this isn't one of my favorite Michael songs. Like it's not right, but it's just that's a testament to how much I like him that I still enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, and you know the message is good. It's the message of like we sh- like yeah. you know of equality and trying to you know everybody should treat each other good and ev- and everybody can do whatever they want and like hang out with and love whoever they want and yeah, and just the very the cliche like you know just don't try not to judge people on. On their skin color. Right, exactly. Um, which is interesting because a lot of people have used this song sort of as like an explanation of like what would what eventually happened like with my, with Michael Jackson's like multiple cosmetic surgeries. I don't really know if I believe that though. I just feel like he went through some shit and it kind of got weird and then you know things happened. I don't know if he necessarily had that intention or if it just sort of is oh, yeah. what happened. I don't. I don't yeah. He didn't... Have you ever heard people say he had, um... What's it called? Is it vitiligo or something? Oh, yeah, like the, the skin pigment skin, yeah, disease? Yeah, he had a skin disease, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised by that either, you know? <clears throat> I honestly don't think he purposely went away. I think he did have the skin disease, and he was, like, trying to keep his skin even-looking so it didn't look weird. Right. Um, he looked sleepy. And or drunk. No, I'm just thinking about... I don't know. It was a very interesting time, like, for that whole phase of his career. You know, like, that point when that started happening. Um, It sucked, because I feel like when I grew up, there was a very clear difference between, like, his music and him as a personality. Um, Because I never really experienced MJ as, like, a person when he was making the records that he did. And I only really experienced him as a person, like, post... Right. Like, post-cosmetic surgery. And so, it's always interesting to me, like, thinking about those two things, um, like, side by side, you know? Yeah. A lot of people said that he wanted to get the surgery to look more like his sister. I don't think... I think that's a little bit outlandish. Um, I think... Well, he did... I've seen interviews, and I think most of the cosmetic surgery was on his nose. Right. But, uh, I've seen interviews where, like, he, he talked about, um... Like, his dad was, like, verbally and physically abusive, but one of the things, one of the verbal things was, like, he would always make fun of him about his nose and how ugly it was. Really? I think, because I think his nose was, like, bigger than more of, like, than his siblings. Oh. And, like, that's probably one of the factors of why he was, like, kept trying to change his That sucks, dude. Yeah. I mean, Michael Jackson was a good-looking dude, He was. He was a good-looking man. So, I think that's a real shame that that... I mean, you know, I feel like even people who have that level of success still have insecurities about that kind of thing, so... Yeah. But anyway, I guess back to the music, it was awesome. It it really was a, a, a leap and a step from the other songs, and I feel like I say that every time, but it's always true. You know, there's something about the production and the instrumentation. The energy in his voice. Yeah. Just, just the way that everything is articulated, you know, because, like, in the Bon Jovi song, like you said, it was just, like, a big wall of sound, which, like, is kind of what the hair metal thing was trying to do. 
but this song like was very textured and layered and you could really yeah. hear everything even though there was so much going on it was mixed well it was composed well to have things pop out mm-hmm. right and yeah um, it was interesting because despite the fact that it was kind of like a one note hook and verse and then it had like the payoff and like the chorus which was like what two measures for some reason I didn't really have a problem with that even though in other songs like that are repetitive like that I know I have yeah it was pretty repetitive um, I agree. It was repetitive, but it was a very strong it, hook, which yeah, I think is like, why it worked. It, it got away with it. There was yeah. just enough variety. and I could definitely tell that this was, like, a lower-tier Michael Jackson song, though. Um, just because, like... You know, because, again, it doesn't have as much punch as, as some of his other songs. But it's still a Michael Jackson song, and as such, like, it's mixed well, it's performed well, it's written well. It's just that it maybe didn't have as much punch as, like, some of his thriller material or even some of the stuff, some of the other stuff on Bad. Yeah. Person- personally, I like, um, I like Thriller and Off the Wall the most. Right. And then Bad is actually my least favorite. Really? Even though I like it. I obviously like all of his records, but... And then Dangerous, which is where this is from. Oh, is like okay. my, I like that more than Bad, but not as much as the other two. Dangerous, also a smooth criminal on it, right? No, that's bad. Oh, that is bad. Yeah. Okay. Dangerous. The only thing is Dangerous is a little long. It's like 16 songs. It's like, I feel like they could have cut a few of the weaker tracks. Oh, okay. That would have been a much stronger record. Yeah, that's the thing about, basically for me, like, every album outside of Thriller, like, Michael Jackson definitely has filler songs. Yeah. Like, he wasn't above that. Yeah. Um, but Thriller, I feel like almost every song, even though the ones that are obviously filler songs, are still very, very strong. Yeah, that record, yeah, that record is stacked, man. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. untouchable. Like, most of the songs on that are solid. That record is boss. Yeah, it is. It's fucking boss. I mean, he's posing with a fucking... Tiger yeah, Cub. Right. How can you go wrong? You can't go wrong. Um, anyway, good times. Let's, uh, let's do this last one here. So, okay, so we're going... That was 91. Hopefully we can get some more Michael on the 88. Well, only one way to find out. Tell me when the finger should stop. Michael. Ooh, it is not Michael. Damn it. It... Ooh, you know what we're doing? What? Well, uh, I don't know if you would actually know it by title. Probably not, maybe. maybe. Uh, Baby, I Love Your Way. Do you know that song? It sounds like Peter Frampton. Uh, it's actually Will to Power. Um, no. uh, actually, no, well, uh, I don't know if we should do this one, only because it's it's basically in this, it basically also could have been Bad Medicine from where my finger was um that might just mean me trying to make an excuse to not do this song which I feel like is wrong so maybe we should just do it what do you think have you heard it no what's it called baby baby I love your way by will to power by will to power slash freebird medley (laughs) which kind of does intrigue me I'm kind of intrigued, not gonna lie. Um, you know what? Let's fucking do it, yeah, dude. We should do, we it. Should do it. Just Okay, what Michael song was on there, though? There were a lot, especially... There near, were? Uh, in, oh, fuck, what were they? In January, there were fucking... Yeah, because it came out in 87. But... Dude, you've got The Way You Make Me Feel, oh, you've yeah. got Man in the Mirror, uh, you've got Dirty Diana. Dirty Diana, what are you doing there? Um, those are the big three. 
Okay. You also have Billy Ocean. You have Whitney Houston. You have George Michael. Oh, George Michael. George Michael all over the place, actually. Um, in excess. You have fucking Rick Astley in there, which would have been hilarious, but it wasn't in the cards tonight. Um, anyway, Baby I Love Your Way slash Freebird Medley. Let's do this shit. I think we have a first here on the podcast. I think we have our first number one hit cover. Yes. That is... Not only was it a cover, it was a mix of two covers in one. Fucking double cover! <laughs> oh my god. That was that was staggering. <laughs> I was just... I was completely just... I'm gonna, I was left speechless. I'm gonna throw you a curveball, set. <laughs> oh god, I don't think I'm ready. What? I thought that was fucking awesome. I thought it was, I mean, <laughs> awesome in the sense of, like, it was like watching one of those 80s VHS, like, outro credit sequences kind of awesome. I thought, like... Or do you think it was, like, legitimately... There's, like, the standard 80s, like, over, like lots of reverb on the snare, but, like, I didn't bother me. I felt like it fit for some reason. Like, the, like, I liked all of the synth sounds. There's, like, one that has sort of music boxy one. And, like, okay. even the fake, like, horns. Like, I just liked it. <laughs> Fucking, like, I think... Dude, I mean, those song, horns. I like the song in itself, so that's probably why. The, right. the Frampton song. Right. But then, I, like, f- first and foremost, like, the dude, I love the dude's voice. I'm just gonna... The one that did Freebird? <clears throat> no, the, uh, the Fram- the main dude, like... The Frampton. Oh, the, fr- the like, like the original version. No, this version. I don't think that was a dude, bro. Or the girl. My bad. Yeah, it was a girl that. It was a girl that was doing "Baby, I Love, I Love the Way" or "Baby, I Love sure? Your Way." Uh, yeah. I thought it was just like a high FM. Like no, it was a, it was a chick singing that, and then it was a dude well, singing her the Her voice part. was like, oh my gosh, her voice is amazing. It was a pretty good voice. I, yeah. I was like, holy crap, her voice is like fucking powerful and emotive and like just right on like oh my goodness I love her voice did you like her voice more than um Gloria Estefan's voice oh hell yeah yeah by, by far not even close what, what, what did you think the difference in their voices were um I mean like there's just their their basic timbre was different mm. but then also like I think she had more like ra- like she had more variety of like breathy and like soft and then the power the belt and like um she did yeah. have that belt though like Stronger. she was it was very powerful um, like I could just sit and listen to her sing like just forever yeah I, loved, I like her voice a lot the <laughs> I just gotta throw this out there though the gall the pure cojones to mix fucking who was the guy that originally did um the guy that originally did Freebird or no the guy that originally did um the fir- the other one Frampton yeah Frampton. to mix Frampton with Skinnerd it's pretty ballsy and, I honestly uh, felt like the fit was like okay I feel like the fit was okay the fit felt a little forced to me but 
I think the fit was okay, but I think it felt forced just because we know the songs. Right. We know both songs, and they shouldn't be together, so our minds are like, this is wrong. <laughs> but if, like, yeah, it was... I, I probably would have enjoyed it more if it was just a straight Frampton cover. I th- I agree. I think I think the inclusion <clears throat> of Freebird, while uh, while definitely unique and interesting, I don't really think it served a, a a real purpose other than just being a novelty. I think if you had just done a straight Frampton cover, I think it would have been better because a you would have had more of of the female vocalist, right? Um, and b I feel like trying to throw in that. Covers are very delicate things, you know. Like you gotta treat them with respect, and you gotta you gotta do them justice enough where people know it. But you gotta change it just a little bit more to give it your own style. And I think that that was done really well with the Frampton side, but with the Freebird side, it just felt like an '80s cover of Freebird. Like it didn't really feel like they were doing anything super different with that yeah. element of it to me. Also, him was also him like whispering like the Freebird parts at the end of the song was like. <sighs> Pretty hilarious and weird to me. I think if you just done a straight, a straight cover of the first song, I think that would have served everything better. That being said, I did, I did enjoy it. Yeah, I did enjoy. What was the name of the group again? Uh, Will to Power. Will to Power. Yeah, which I had never heard of them. This song uh, apparently peaked in uh, 1988. uh, I think in December, subtype. So your birthday month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, I I googled Will to Power and it's giving me a Nietzsche book. <laughs> Just like a Will to Power band. I think that's how you would do it. Okay, there we go. Yeah, I really fucking enjoyed that, dude. I definitely enjoyed it more than I thought I would. I think when I saw it said Freebird, like, theme, I think when I saw that I was like, uh-oh. But then when I listened to it I was like, no, it's actually fairly enjoyable. I think I laughed at the novelty of, like, the idea of it, but I think the more I listened to it, the more I found myself enjoying it. Right. So as far as rankings go, what would you say? So rankings. These four? Um, it's kind of tough. I would say for me it's, it's a little bit of a challenge. For me, it's actually tough because as much as I like MJ, like, as much as I like MJ, that's not one of my favorite songs by him. Sure, yeah. And I really enjoyed this cover. <laughs> really? You why you really liked this song. I huh? really liked her voice a lot. Yeah. Like you don't understand how much I liked her voice. I don't think I do. And I like this song, the Frampton song. Yeah, so. I do too, for so, sure. I gotta give her the slight nod. Damn. Over, over MJ. Okay, okay. Um Yeah, so it's it's uh Wilt Powers one, MJ gets number two. Okay. And then um I mean it's obvious the next two. Right. Estefan gets three, and then... Poor Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi just... He, he, gets, he gets flushed down the toilet. <laughs> yeah, Him yeah. and that bad medicine just get flushed right down the toilet. Um, you know, I, I... I'm just... I'm just tickled by how much you enjoyed this last song. Yeah. Because I... I liked it, but I didn't think it was anything particularly special. Um, it might just be the booze. Like, it might be. It's possible it's the booze. I mean, I enjoyed it. I thought her voice was was great. I th- I did think that the song worked. I, like, I was shocked at how well it worked. Right. I didn't think it was going to. But, um, like, when it first started, we realized what was happening. I think we were both like, oh, shit, it's a cover. 
Um, but you know what? We, we sang along to it. We had a good time listening to it. So I got to give it props for at least doing a good job. I will say that the Michael Jackson song was very good. And I think that just on a production level, I think to me that that song edges out this one a little bit more. Yeah, uh, I'd just, say yeah, production and arrangement, I think MJ's was a little better. Yeah, and I think that that actually... Um, I think that that kind of is what takes the cake for me. So I think that I think that black or white would slightly edge this one out, but I did have a very good time listening to this song, like much more than I yeah. thought I would. Um, which again is is surprising. You know, I, I had no idea what to expect, but uh, they were they killed it, man. Um, and then yeah, MJ's second. I won't be mad if he chooses Bon Jovi over Estefan. You know what, dude. I think I, I think I am. I think I'm choosing Bon Jovi third, and Gloria Estefan fourth. The only, re- the who ol- are you, Seth? I'm, I thought we were. I thought I knew you. I know our our lists are very different this time around. I'm just um, it's okay, baby. I know. Um, to me, anyway, I think the reason why the Bon Jovi song edges out Gloria Estefan is because, despite the fact that it's annoying as fuck, uh, the Bon Jovi song definitely knows how to get in your head, like. That that hook is like pretty, like ball smashing. Like it's it's there. It's loud. It's proud, and it's gonna fucking it's catchy melt your face. Yeah, like it's and you know there's like a guitar solo. You could tell that they're just having a great time recording that song, even though it's so cheesy and lame. But they're just having the best time. Like you can tell. Like their performances are very energetic. It's a wall of mush, but they're having a good time with it. <laughs> it is funny when he's like, wait, hold on. We can do this one more time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's it, it's just so over the top and ridiculous that that kind of actually adds some charm to it for all me. The, all of the verses are like, yeah, yeah. I love the way that the vocals are mixed too because it sounds like fucking the entire band, like half of which are super drunk, are also singing. Which like I actually kind of enjoy, like just in that song anyway, because it sounds like a fucking dumbass drunken song that some dude is like yelling at you as you pass by him on the street as this he's like begging is, for yeah, change. Yeah, that's why I said it was depressing. I I envisioned that exact scenario. And then I also envisioned the scenario of, like, someone being drunk at, like, karaoke and, like... Oh, yeah. ...wholeheartedly bawling this song out. Oh, yeah, dude. And then just, like, if I was in the bar to have to experience that, I'd be like, oh, my God, I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm leaving so hard Just right get now. the fuck out of there. But, but meanwhile, the Gloria Estefan song, although <laughs> technically it was a better song, it just left very little of an impact on me in the end, you know? Yeah. And even though... I would agree. I actually, I feel the same. I think that song is the least memorable for me. Right. Well. And to, yeah. me, to me, in this case, like, memorability is important. Um, because, yeah, I mean, like, the Gloria Estefan song, it's good. It has a very good meaning. It's great that she survived that crazy crash or whatever. But the song itself just is very by-the-books generic. Whereas Bad Medicine, it just, it just like, kicks over the door and is like, I don't care if you like us, we're going to make a statement. And it's like, you know, I feel like that's something that I uh, appreciate in that song. Right. So that would be my ranking. So MJ1, World of Power 2, Bon Jovi 3, Boys Part 4. <clears throat> That'd be it for me. I think we should note to our listeners that this podcast has become so popular that uh, some people have figured out where and when we do it. 
Really? And they are... That's why this parking lot is, was so busy. Oh. Like, when we first got here, it was, like, really packed, and I was like, oh, fuck, they're onto us. Like, oh, everyone fuck. wants to come see, like, oh, there they are, they're doing it right now. Oh, my God. Well, you know what? We could switch up where we do it. I mean, we probably should. Um, <laughs> you know, I feel like it would be silly if we just kept doing it at the same place. That'd be hilarious. We, I mean, it'd be very easy to get, you know, guests in if we were to do yeah. that, but that would be kind of silly, so... Maybe we'll make it even more mysterious and switch it up every week. You never know. We'll be like uh, that dude from Enemy of the State where he, like, changes his social security number, like, every week. Right. Be like that. Or you just keep coming here, and then at a certain point, we'll have to, like, sign autographs before we get in and do it. <laughs> just kidding. Or what we could do is we could be like, oh, yeah, guys, we're totally at a different location, and then we're just, like, at the same spot. Yeah. That'd be hilarious. Um, I mean, you know, if you want to do it. If you see us on in a parking structure on the street, if you hear us in a house, and you get excited, let us know. That'd be fun to say hi to you guys. Um, preferably not while we're recording, but, you know, if it happens, it happens. <laughs> we can edit and post. Yeah. Um, anyway. This is, uh, this is fun. This is funner than the other week. Funner than the other week. Funner. Dude, the other week was so... It was just like... I felt like my energy was just gone, you know, like we, we, what was nice about today <laughs> is we had three very, or four very different songs. Yeah. But, but last week's was just fucking, like, it was just tiring. It was just the same shit every single, the fact that Taylor Swift was our number one pick for that week was like shocking. And I, I think, forgot, yeah, I forgot about that. I think it was very, uh, indicative of. I like how I like how you say you're like funner and like you almost wanted to say more fun but you didn't. <laughs> I couldn't, dude. Yeah. Funner is just funner to say. Yeah. See what I did there? See what I did there? It's easier to say. You know what, Josh? No, it's easier to say. Like I'm, I'm a very lazy talker. <laughs> I don't. I was about to make a joke about your grammar. Oh no! And then no, like uh, I don't articulate well to begin with. Oh, dude! Well, who are you talking to? You're talking to this, yeah. this fucking stoner drawl central. So I, over I, here. I like I, I like subconsciously use every shortcut I can when I'm talking. <laughs> <clears throat> I have to subconsciously over enunciate everything. It's like I, I like sound I slur when I'm sober. So like drinking, <laughs> drinking just makes it so worse. Oh god! I, uh, I don't feel like enunciating shit. Whatever. Yeah. Well, shit. Well, that was the episode. Um... We'll be definitely be Don't doing... cut me off. I was on a roll. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, sorry. Did you have I'm more to say? No, no, have... said, okay. Said, um, sorry, Seth. No, was, I'm... we had a good time. We had a great time. Thanks, everybody. Um, there will definitely be more episodes like this. I don't really know. Wait, I didn't finish my drink. Did you finish your drink? I didn't, but I'm I'm finishing mine as we're talking here at the outro. Um, I think what we'll do is we will record more of these kinds of episodes uh, when we're on like an off week, like we are right now. Um, it's around Thanksgiving, things are getting a little crazy, so we're, uh, recording a little earlier than normal, but, um, it's good because <clears throat> the offset gives us time to relook at the top 40s list and let it kind of settle and switch up as it will, so, uh, the next week's episode should be chock full of modern top 40 hits, assuming we haven't already reviewed all of them, which we probably have, but, you know. We'll just go into the 40s and 50s. It'll be great. Um, yeah, I mean, we, we, we could be called 40s on 40s and go over song 40, right? That's not weird at all. I guess not. I think that's fine. 
Um, let's see. Oh, I've only got like a swig left of my beer. How you doing? I did a pretty big chug, so I have like I have like another like medium chug left. All right, you want to kill this? Yeah, right. All right, let's do it. <laughs> Oh yeah, oh, god. that was worth it. Oh god! Oh god! Um, oh god! Oh. I can feel, I can feel <laughs> the combination building up inside my neck. I have to bleep now. Oh god! <laughs> Josh dramatically leans out the window oh, to man. burp. Oh man! So people, so I just, it was just calling because. Um, <laughs> You know, I just want... All right, I'll stop. Dude, I feel like that'd be really <clears throat> funny. Have you ever listened to any, like, Wu-Tang? Yeah, I've heard some. So, bit. you know the intro to Protect Your Neck? It's where the dude, like, calls, and he, like, requests Wu-Tang. So, what's up, man? Cool it, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think it'd be funny if you, like, replace the guy's voice with that voice. <laughs> you'd be like... Hello. Oh, how's it going, man? <laughs> Cooler, man. How you doing? Oh, you know what I want? What? What do you want? You know, I never, I never call for anything else. Cool. Why was that? You know, I want that woo. Oh, my God. Woo, Tay. Oh, yeah. Again and again. And then you just, like, fucking go into the the kung fu sound effects. Or the, uh... There's a doozy bird. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, we need to find that clip. I'm going to insert that clip, like, right here, just so that y'all know you done now. It's incredible. It's incredible. I'm going to show it to Josh after, just as a sneak peek, because... You know what? There, one other thing. I can make a really good punch sound. Really good punch sound? With my mouth. Okay, do it. Hey, Josh. Uh, 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 <laughs> ow. Oh, 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 not the face. Oh, God. Yeah, there you go. Damn. Now I gotta get that tooth checked. Um, we have a good time, folks. We hope you do, too. We have a good time beating up Seth. Happens. Sometimes it happens. Uh, well, cool. Well, we've Seth, been... Seth likes it rough, so... Listen, okay, you know what? That's a line that I think we can't cross. Right. We can Did I cross the line? You might, we can flirt, but we can't talk about how we do no. it. Oh, was, we gotta keep it I a mystery. I about that. We gotta keep it a mystery, bro. <laughs> Wait, what were you talking about? You're the one that says, pop me off. Okay, <laughs> okay. Off that was you who interpreted it, though. Uh-huh. I'm just, I take no responsibility for wanting my boy to pop me off, yes. all right? It's just... No responsibility there. Not one bit. Um, we have a nice little montage of... It's like, pop me up, smell my finger. <laughs> Seth likes it rough. <laughs> Dude, someday we're gonna, like, fucking... I feel like when I, like, go to court, like, for some inevitable, you know, like, <laughs> crime I do, it'd be like, oh, yeah, Seth was, like, this, had this, like, alternative behavior, and then they're gonna, like, play all those clips. <laughs> oh, I'll be like, whatever, man, it's a free country. Um, anyway, that's exactly what I'll say in court, too. It'll be great. Um, yeah, it's gonna be great. That's the Seth. That's it's gonna be Seth, great. One of Seth's uh, slogans. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, it's gonna be great. It's, it's gonna be great. That was, that was uh, his, his the quote under his senior book photo, yearbook photo. It's true. It's going to be great. Seth Hansen, it's going to be great. 
Um, I hey. actually would really like to make that into a shirt and just like wear it around. Oh, yeah. oh it should be like your face smiling and it's just it's gonna be great. <laughs> um, yeah. Damn, I know I know we've like this has been a long episode. But yeah. I want to tell one quick story. Yeah, yeah, do it. So speaking of senior yearbook quotes. Uh oh. My Go friend, on. my friend Jason Lopez. Okay. He's a, good, he's a good kid. He's a really good kid. He was, he was like, racking his brains for like a week trying to figure out what his quote was going to be. Wait, he has multiple brains. <laughs> oh no wonder he's so smart then. Excuse me. No, just you know, you call someone like their, like brains is like, like, like the matter. The matter. Of, yeah, whatever. So yeah. anyway, so uh, he was just like going nuts trying to figure out like oh, he really wanted a quote, but he couldn't figure a good one. Uh huh. And we were literally, uh, he just gave up. He's like, I can't think of anything good. <laughs> I can't. Okay. And so no one, we just forgot about it. And then, um. We had, like, an AP bio class, and our teacher was like, oh, and by the way, today's the last day to do your quote. Oh, shit. And, um, like, if you get it in, like, during lunchtime and the counselor, like, you can, it'll be fine, but this is the last chance you have. <laughs> oh, shit. And then, like, we were just like, oh, whatever, because, like, we just gave up on it. Yeah. And then later on in the class period, Jason did, he did or said something kind of weird. I don't remember what it was. But, like, he did or said something weird, and then, like, a few people, like, looked at him, and they gave him a weird look. <laughs> and then really, really loudly, like, in class, you just hear his voice, Yes, I'm a freak. Deal with it. <laughs> and then he turns his head. He turns his head, and I'm, like, across from him, and he looks at me, and I was like, That's, That's your it. quote. <laughs> then he, like, ran. He's like, rushes oh, down to the couch. And then he puts it in, and then, like, the next day, it's, like, too late to take it back. Oh, my God. The next day, so he's, like, good. goes up, and he's, like, dude, like, I, I totally regret doing that. And, and you're, I like, like, I'll give a fuck. You did fuck, it. Man. Like, I looked in your eyes, and we made it happen. That's so, so funny. So, like, if we go back to his the our senior year, you know. Oh, my God. Uh, yearbook, you can see a set. Um, I almost said says, but Damn. we see Jason just smiling there, and it's just, yes, I'm a freak deal. with we'll Ex- <laughs> Exclamation point. Exclamation point. <laughs> With two exclamation points. There might be more than two. Oh my god, that's amazing. Well, fuck it. Jason, if you're listening to this, that was the right choice. Um, I support your choice in doing that. I I think that was a good one. Like, it's... It it always seemed cheesy to me when you read, like, people trying to be deep or, like, insightful. Totally. Or, like, you know, sound-wise beyond their years when it's like, okay, you're 17 and, like, in high school. It's like, you're a freak. Deal with it. Yeah. Um, actually, you know what? I also have another story to tell before we, before we sign off here. Um, so I actually just had my, uh, my five-year college graduation, like, kind of gathering, which was hilarious because, like, you know, my graduating class was, I think, like, 200-ish people. This campus was, like, 2,000, and, uh, literally only 12 of us showed up. Mm. Which was amazing and hilarious, and I like knew I knew most of them, and it was really fun. And the people that I didn't know, we just like remet, and it was funny. There was also this girl that was there that I was like ninety percent sure didn't actually go to Oxy, but she just like snuck on campus and had like done a ton of Molly, and she was just like hanging out with us and like eating all the free <laughs> food. But anyway, um, but there was a moment where like you know someone had made like a oh class of two thousand eleven like slideshow presentation of all the fun times, right. and it was literally like all these like sorority and fraternity people and like none of them were at the actual thing and then there was like (laughs) there was one photo of me in that slideshow 
And it was me without a shirt on uh, when I was doing a talent show. And it was me doing like a, like, it was like one of those like male pageant for your college things. Somehow I got elected and somehow I like competed because um, I got, like, the most donations out of anybody. I Again, I have no idea how. Uh-huh. I was just like, hey, I'm Seth. Give me money. And they were like, yeah. And, like, they did. And uh, I had a ton of money. It was great. Uh, but so, basically, there was, like, a talent portion of the night. And because um, it was, like, a whole, like, presentation night elimination round. Right. Um, my talent, <laughs> I shit you not, was me putting on a Ratatat song uh, and putting a bunch of pots and pans in front of me and then drumming on them rhythmically. That was my talent. Did you say Ratatat the Pokemon? Well, Ratatat the band, but yes, oh, Ratatat the Pokemon as well. No, ra- it's Ratatat. My bad. Yeah, it is Ratatat. Ratatat the band makes so much more sense yeah. than the Pokemon. Uh, but anyway, so I so the photo, I had like a really big, you know, like like gallon large pot in front of me and that was like the low note. And at one point during the talent show, I actually got on one knee and dipped my head into the pot as I was, like, banging on the rest of the shit. So that was the shot, but I also didn't have a shirt on. So it was, like, me, like, not really in shape, like, with my head in a pot, shirtless. (laughs) And all these girls Uh, on the side are, like, freaking out, mostly out of horror. And I'm just sitting there with, like, two drumsticks... Just fucking smacking my own head. Uh. And in the midst of, like... It was all these, like, nice photos of, like, girls in, like, nice dresses. And, like, they did a study abroad. And there was, like, a photos of them yeah. in Greece. And then, and then it just Seth, cuts to me. Seth with his head in a pot. With my fucking head in a pot. pants. Shirtless. Just beating the shit well, out of them. While everyone looks terrified. While everyone looks terrified. It was so funny. And, like, uh, when man. that photo came up, literally, like, there were only 12 of us. So there was, like, one table. And everybody just silent. Like turned to me, and I was like, "What? I had to do something." (laughs) Oh my god! Anyway, it was a fun time. Oh man. Anyway, well, uh, I guess that's the end of the episode. So that's uh, that's over now. Yeah. So (laughs) we've been forties and forties. I've been Seth. I've been Josh. And uh, thank you so much again for listening. As always, y'all are the best. We love you very much. And uh, tune in next week for more exciting coverage of the Billboard's Hot 100. Um. Have a good night, everybody. Peace. Peace out.